Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Foster, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it. Just smash it. Smash it, Larson. Smash it. Valentine's Day. What it was. better? It was. I'm sorry. Yesterday was Valentine's Day. What better time to smash something than post-Valentine's Day? So be sure to hit smash that subscribe button. Yes, if you're please. listening to us in the audio realm, uh, be sure to uh, leave us a rating, review, or a comment. Yeah. That's what, that's what I want you to do. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. How are you feeling? Feeling better? Uh Better, yeah. Still not great. Well, okay. This is the only thing I really care about. Are you going to crap on me today? Are you gonna... No, 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 Did no. Did you hear? Are your fans? Are, are your kids fans of Blippy? No, my kids don't watch YouTube. Okay. Uh, I read that thing that Ricky put on Twitter last night or this morning. Yeah, was Alabama about. loves Blippy, uh, and you can tell from like one look at him that he's a scumbag. Like right. you could just tell. He's oh, this guy. There's something wrong with. He this pooped guy. on somebody. Or so back when the Harlem Shake was a big thing. Uh, yeah, he explode diarrhea on uh, on somebody for the purpose of comedy, which is a, a big commitment, to be honest with you. But was that like you know projectile uh, bowel movements? Was that what you were experiencing? Uh, yeah, I guess you could say that. Oh man, it wasn't much fun yesterday. Yeah. Well, it wasn't much fun without you here either. No. Only you were probably having a better time than I was. Only because it was more work. That yeah. was a bummer. At least he so, had three hours of wrestling, like chock full of wrestling to talk about to fill time. Yeah, still. I'm trying to do a SmackDown episode by yourself. Probably a little it would take a lot of getting used to to do this by myself, to be honest with you. Yeah. Too much of an, too much, it's just too much. I need to, I need to be able to coast a little bit. Uh-huh. I have to coast. You see, we got, I, I switched I out the that, sign. Yeah. At you, uh, so there was kind of a test yesterday during Overrun, during our bonus show, which is available for patrons. Yeah. All right, uh, we watched a Gribby match at Christmas time indoors. Oh, you watched watch Gribby? Okay, his little tiny brother—he's gonna be a star. That kid was amazing. Really? Listen to this though. What? So we got the new sign in. Yeah. And I asked the friendos in the Overrun chat room, "Should I wait for Larson, or should I open it now?" Every single one of them, save for one person. Said, open it now. Don't wait for Larson. Yeah, don't wait for me. One person said, you should wait for Larson for this person? moment. Who's Just that? take a guess. Alex C. No, no, he's scumbag. No. Waynemaker. No, he's even worse than Alex C. Well, no, Waynemaker really doesn't like who's the Who's the most good-natured? Thayer. No, he's the worst. Who? Come on, man. 
don't know. I'm drawing a blank right now. The Enforcer. Oh, Stevie Bradley. Hats off to you, Enforcer. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Anyways. But I really, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. So I opened it. I totally. I was yeah, going to open it. Really Even care. if everybody said, wait, I was still going to open it. I was yeah, very anxious. I, I was very anxious. So I put it up. I think it looks good. It pops. It's good stuff. Uh, shout out to gotprint.com. They didn't give it to us for free, but they did a good job. So, and it was only like twenty bucks. You know, Hats like a, off to good work. Yeah, man, absolutely. Anyways, so we should probably oh, I get a, a quick shout out to Karen, one of our mods, turncoat. What's that dude? Benedict Arnold. Yeah, yeah. Name yeah. another traitor in in, in <laughs> American in era world history. Brutus. Yeah. Right. Et tu Brute. Et tu Karen. Et, et tu Karen. Uh, check out her appearance on the Married yes. Marks yes. podcast. Yes. Because uh, apparently she doesn't care about us anymore. There's no care in Karen anymore, Larson. Well, you're taking things. A little, you're taking this really hard. You, you you can't spell care without Karen. That's that's actually true. You can't spell Karen without with without Karen. Though. Well, you can't spell care without Karen, though. That's true. Exactly. Anyways, uh, I hate I hate when this happens, but this is kind of a funny story. What? It's not funny, probably to them. Um, but I, it doesn't seem like there's going to be any repercussions beyond probably some fines. I doubt he's going to spend any jail time. Ooh. It brings me no pleasure, Jimmy, to to do a thumbnail with a TMZ. Oh, I know mugshot watermark it, on it and stuff. All that. Yeah. It honestly doesn't. It it's it's. I'm not proud of the fact that going in raw uh, entered the viral realm when Paige got allegedly arrested. We try not to do tabloid. Was she even arrested at that point? No, I think she took him into custody when they realized that she didn't do anything wrong and let her go. Right. Um, like I said, I don't I don't we don't really like doing tabloidy type stuff. Yeah, man. I don't like to talk about We like to talk about what's going on in the ring and what's going on backstage and how it affects what's in, in the ring. Not so much people getting arrested and mug shots and all that stuff. Because in this case I don't think it's really gonna affect anything. Right, yeah, I know, exactly. Which is why, and, and so yeah, our thumbnail is very tabloidy. Um, and also the thumbnail is hilarious because if you look at, it's obvious that dude just wanted a nap. And those officers probably interrupted his sleep time. And that's why he was about to square up. Why don't we just get that out of the way? All right. And then we'll talk All about. Right. I missed a lot. Of, I mean, I granted I was just laying in bed, so I got the news. But these top two news stories both dropped yesterday. Inside Gaming is back. All sorts <laughs> of crazy a, stuff ha- that, happened a yesterday. Top new story. <laughs> well, it was. I think no. I I think it's great. I think it's. So, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We both love Funhouse. Yeah. We you know we go back ages with them obviously, yeah. and they're just fantastic. Yes. Uh, I'm sure uh, they're 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 taking this inside gaming thing, uh, and they're bringing it back. I doubt, given how successful they are, I kind of doubt that guys like Kovic and Bruce even give a damn about inside gaming. Uh, obviously, they're taking the franchise, they're doing something with it. I think it's great. But if you look at the look on, of Glee on their faces, at the sheer irony. Oh, that's what it is. Of the sheer irony. It is, it's, it's, it is it's, such an amazing moment for it them. It really is, and that's what it, more than anything else excited me. To, I was explaining the history of it to Mark last night via text. Yes. Because he was like, wait, did they buy Michelle? I'm like, no, 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 no. This is even better. Through weird corporate merger stuff, the company that these guys left... Uh, <laughs> you been know, absorbed in this larger multimedia to go do uh, something yes. where there's there's bigger, better support. People who know what they're doing with rooster teeth, and then four years later they get that property back. <laughs> they own they now own the but they basically get to do whatever they want. The Machinima Twitter account is now the Inside that's, Gaming that's Twitter the account. Irony that it's that right there is so much. 
it's, it's so hilarious. It's pretty great. And then there was an announcement in Variety that um, a bunch of the other popular. Yeah, Machinima I was shows, really happy to see that all your history, all was, your history. I mean, uh, that was that was Nick Werner's thing mm-hmm. for the most part. I spent uh, I don't know a few months editing. Yeah, that back in the day. Yeah. Um, uh, so that was cool. That yeah. got brought back. That that show was, I know, just from doing it a little bit, is was a ton of work to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it's good that that's going to be out there. Shout out to the people who uh, tweeted at us about the possibility of uh, ten for the win. Uh, there was no mention in the Variety article of them archiving uh, the old ten for the wins. Uh, so uh, until until all that stuff works itself out, there is zero word on ten for the win. So, uh, moving on, let's talk about uh, Jimmy Uso yes. and Naomi's unfortunate night. Larson, what happened? Yeah, so TMZ reported that uh, on early Thursday that Jimmy Uso was arrested in Detroit Wednesday night after a drunken altercation with police. Police pulled over Naomi and Jimmy after they found that uh, Naomi was apparently driving the wrong way on a one-way street. TMZ continues, quote, according to our police sources, cops say that their 2018 Dodge Journey reeked of booze. So they ordered Naomi out of the car. We're told while Naomi talked to the cops, Jimmy got out of the car, despite commands from police, and took off his shirt and jacket and squared up like he wanted to fight. We're I told love the term square up, by the way. I know. We're told the officer took out his taser because he was scared for his safety. Jimmy ultimately settled down and complied with their commands. Then he was handcuffed and arrested for disorderly conduct and obstruction. Uh, WB has only issued a one-sentence statement, quote, Jonathan Fatu is responsible for his own personal action. I believe it's the same exact statement they issued when Jay Uso was arrested for DUI early last year. I'm pretty sure months ago. the same thing, they, they said the same thing for Jeff Hardy when he had um, a bit of a, I don't know if you'd consider it a relapse or whatever. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he had a DUI. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. Um, and they said the same thing about him. So, um, I, neither, it's funny because I think... Um, so I'm pretty sure Luke from Wrestle Talk, and I think maybe Ross from Cultaholic. I don't know. A couple of those British dudes um, tweeted out some stuff about that affecting their predictions. This affects our oh. predictions in no way. Why would anybody think the Usos are going to win those titles? They are going to. They're the not going to win those titles back. No. The Shane and Miz are hot right now. Yeah. Shane and Miz are t- keeping those titles till at least Mania. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I don't think it's necessarily going to affect Jimmy whatsoever in terms of. Or the Usos in terms of, of you know, not getting a push, mm-hmm. being punished. Mm-hmm. Um, at most, he'll probably get a stern talking to from Mark Carano. Um, and uh, if maybe a fine, I don't know. I don't know what the personal conduct policy is in WWE. Um, so we'll see. So about 17 hours ago, uh, Naomi, uh, uh, Trinity Fatu, her shoot name, uh, responded to a tweet from a fan, I guess. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just a fan saying, I keep checking Naomi's Twitter every couple minutes. I hope she's okay. And she responded, Yes, dear, we are safe and okay. Thank you and love y'all. Kiss emoji. So, um, seems like a fairly minor thing. Uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's Jimmy posted bond, I think, too. I don't know what the difference is between posting bond and, and bail. I don't know what the difference is. So a bond is what you use to get out on bail. All right. Be that's a bondsman is a person you go yeah, to. Yeah, and yeah, say, yeah, yeah. I need money, and then and then if you if you if you're on the lamb, yeah, that's when they send out a bounty hunter. No, I know that. Such as dog. I don't know if there's a difference between posting a bond and, and, and paying bail. I think one means the other, but I have no idea. Gotcha. I don't know. Gotcha. I just, yeah. 
So anyways, I'm not a, cri- I'm somebody, not a criminal justice. Somebody in chat here <clears throat> might have watched enough episodes of uh, of uh, Law and Order to know what that is. Or a dog, the bounty hunter. Or we might have a, a bondsman or a bailsman in, uh, yeah, in man, chat. Totally. Or Matthew Williams Esquire. He's a lawyer. Mr. Dope here has a question in chat. So was this a work? <laughs> Wait. Uh, <laughs> yes, it was. Oh, okay. The, 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 uh, the arresting officers were actually local enhancement talents. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that worked. Um, it was, so, yeah. It was, it was filmed for use on next week's SmackDown, huh? Yeah. I mean, I wonder just how far... Uh, Naomi's eye roll was when Jimmy got out of the car on that one and, and apparently squared up because man these days it's just it can be scary you, you don't want to do that it's, I'll, I'll say this everybody just needs to feel lucky that that, that the, the, the cop merely produced his taser you know I mean shout out to the to the cop that actually doesn't overreact in the situation I think that's great professional you know hey my life's not in danger so I'm not gonna you know because that can happen uh, but yeah, that's just, uh, you know, alcohol do stuff to you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, apparently, uh, what, I want, apparently I wanted to kill Hilton one time when I was drunk. What? Can, yeah. You squared up. Don't remember you, that at all. You squared up. I do. Don't remember Clearly. that Clearly. Um, so I guess in the, you know, at least in your twenties, I know what kind of drunk you were. Although that was the only time I ever saw you with bloodlust in your eyes. Yeah. Uh, with alcohol. But I don't know. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm not even sure you, you were drunk necessarily. I don't know. Maybe you just, you just reached your, your limit. With My them. boiling point, huh? Your boiling point, yeah. It's entirely possible. You used to be much more of a powder keg back then. Yeah, but I never really, I never blew. It was yeah. all simmering. You were ooh, close. It was always simmering. There was some steam coming out of your ears. Okay. And okay. Hilton was laughing. Of course he was. Boy, oh boy, I would have. Man. Of course he was laughing. If I had a cell phone with a camera on it back then, I'd have been screaming world, world star. star yeah. I tell you what, man. Yeah. I tell you yeah. what. Anyways, let's talk about Undertaker. So I don't know if these two news stories are related, but we can Undertaker and Jimmy Uso. No, there's two different Undertaker news stories. So it started like Thursday. He posted. It's weird. The Undertaker has an Instagram. It's so weird. Yeah, it is. It's really weird. And I still I'm I, I'm still like really curious about his Twitter account because it really feels like it's somebody like a personal assistant or maybe even Michelle McCool. Oh, it could be because it, it, it comes off like a fan account. Yeah, I know. But it's got the blue check mark. I know that's what's weird about yeah. it. I still think that Michelle's the one that's actually typing stuff on his Instagram too. Anyways. Probably she's he's like got, a, she's like a normal age, and he's like super ancient, super old. Yeah. So he posted a picture on his Instagram. Um, they got a lot of people talking. It was a picture of himself, Michelle McCool, and a private jet in the background. Yeah. With the caption, "Quote landed." Whoa, late. whoa, hold on. I'm what? sorry. Were you about to launch into a non-Undertaker voice? Sorry. Go ahead. Landed late last night. Must be meeting with somebody important today. Hashtag on the road again. And so what, what could that mean, Steve? Those, those, those con dudes have a lot of money. Taker v. Goldberg. Taker <laughs> v. Cody. Oh, man. Taker v. I don't think. Are we going to get a V trigger to Undertaker? No, I don't think Undertaker is going to be at, uh, at Double or Nothing. But he will be at StarCast because uh, Sports Illustrated told us so. Was he going to chat it up with Conrad? Maybe. Chat me up. Um, they broke the story first that the dead man will be at StarCast 2, and then Sports Illustrated spoke to StarCast organizer Conrad Thompson, who made it clear that Taker's appearance at StarCast shouldn't be seen as any sign that he's on his way to All Elite Wrestling, saying, quote, I know people might assume... Please do a Conrad impression. Oh, man. I know people might assume this is an AEW event, but chat me up here. This is not true. We have wrestlers appearing from every promotion all from all over the world. All these rumors and innuendo. 
<laughs> and StarCast isn't just for all elite wrestling fans. It's for all wrestling fans. The Undertaker experience is its own standalone experience of StarCast. Chat me up here. The Undertaker is synonymous with wrestling in general. I love his voice. Oh, I, it is so soothing and Roll poetic. Tide. Roll Tide. There you go. He says, The Undertaker is synonymous with wrestling and generations of wrestling fans have grown up with The Undertaker. We wanted to bring something unique to Las Vegas, and there isn't anyone more special in this business than The Undertaker. That's huge get. Cool. That's massive get. Massive get. So, so far for StarCast 2, they've announced uh, four huge names. With Undertaker, since he doesn't really do any sort of public appearances like this, being yeah. tops. You got Taker, you got Bret Hart, you got Sting, and you got Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Huge names. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of them, either uh, soon to be or current WWE Hall of Famers. Um, I guess the previous three, the, I don't know if Bret's still on the Legends contract or not. Sting, maybe still? I don't know. I have no idea. Flair, I mean, they're doing the Flair's birthday thing coming up here soon. Yeah. Um, I would suspect that it wouldn't be beneficial to so the guys that can command big who have number one got big money in the past from mm-hmm. WCW mm-hmm. Um, and guys who can command big money uh, like Sting like Ric Flair uh, they can they can bring in a haul like oh, yeah. a ton I know Ric Flair loves to spend money too but they can bring in a ton of money yeah like I'm not sure it would be beneficial to them or the WWE like I. Last we heard, the Legends contracts didn't pay. It's like $10,000. Right. It wouldn't make any sense for a Legends contract. And I'm not even sure what kind of like press exclusivity. I don't know either. Um, the, you know, I mean, all those guys still do like conventions and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the, honestly, StarCast is. I mean, like the Legends thing, this seems like you're kind of an ambassador for the company. You mm-hmm. get sent out on X number of of uh, public appearances during yeah. the course of the year. And that's how you make your money. But I never, it didn't seem like there was any strings attached apart from that. Yeah, and I mean to be honest, like Star, I, look, I get that Starcast and All Elite Wrestling are connected in some ways, but Starcast isn't, from what I understand, owned by like the. No, con. it's Starcast no. is just a wrestling convention that coincides with these two. Well, now All Elite Wrestling shows. Mm-hmm, yeah, and it's like yeah, there's obviously a working relationship because everybody that's All Elite Wrestling, and I'm sure yeah. you know uh, the the guys in All Elite Wrestling you know, profit quite a bit from their, you know, meet and greets and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. But, uh, and I don't know if they have, I don't know if Cody and them have an ownership stake in StarCast. I, I, don't, I don't think know. so. I think I saw something on Twitter where, where Connor was saying that there's, and Cody too, that there was no financial oh, okay. arrangement yeah. between the two. Yeah. Uh, the big question is how much are Undertaker's two big questions, especially as it pertains to us. How much are the meet and greets going to be? Oh, wow. I mean, if 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 recent, it was what three hundred for a photo and autograph. Yeah, I'm trying to think how what the most expensive one at uh, Starcast was last year. Somebody in chat might know, like Tim Spulak might know if he's around. Um, because it's going to be there's going to be a meet and greet, yeah, but there's also going to be some sort of panel or discussion. Mm-hmm, sure, yeah, which I think would be actually really interesting because he doesn't normally. I mean, I guess he's doing the inside the rope stuff. Yeah. Over the he, United Kingdom. Well, okay, soon. so that's I mean, that's one thing to sort of look at with this Undertaker thing is this is obviously he's making moves for his for to make bundles of money. In his post wrestling future. In a non wrestling future. Exactly. And of all the people that that have been in WWE for the last probably thirty years or so, uh he, he seems like well, for the longest time, he never broke kayfabe. Mm-hmm. W documentaries, he might break it slightly. A little bit. But between <laughs> His social media presence now, 
which just the very existence of Undertaker's social media accounts breaks kayfabe. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, him posting pictures like this, workout videos, now signing up to do Inside the Ropes over in the United Kingdom, probably some sort of panel here at StarCast. He's really giving us a look behind the curtain. Well, the big thing was that interview he Undertaker, did on Undertaker YouTube experience. with that reverend oh guy? yeah 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 Whoever yeah, yeah. that guy yeah, was started yeah that was a that was like a big coming out party for mark calloway yeah you know being out of character with the guy that he was being interviewed that he apparently has a, a relationship with and he trusts um and that went over very very well like people really loved that so uh yeah it seems like he's willing now to open up the curtain a little bit on in terms of mm-hmm. who mark calloway is and mm-hmm. the stories that he has i'm sure they're a legion oh yeah uh i i would love to i know austin is taking a break from his podcast right mm-hmm. now but man that's a podcast that i'd love oh, to gosh, see yes just like hours and hours just them talking and drinking beer i think that'd be fantastic what was the one with uh kevin nash was it Uberfax or something? Uberfax. Like that? It was Uberfax. Yeah, give, yeah. Me, give me a Stone Cold Undertaker Uberfax podcast. Give me a because Nash seems to like Undertaker. Yeah. Give me a Stone Cold Nash Undertaker. All three of them on a podcast. Oh, a round table. Yeah, a round table. Yes. How much fun would that be? Tons of fun. That'd be hilarious. That was one of Nash's last WWE matches against the Undertaker at Mania. Mania ninety six. Mm hmm. Um. And then, of course, the big question that, you know, Mikey Omega hit me up on Twitter. I have no idea what to say to these people. Are we going to be, is it within the realm of possibility for us to get an intro for The Undertaker? Some people out there simply don't do intros. Uh, I'd love to say, I, I, would, I, would, I would speculate this. Undertaker and Bret Hart would probably be big, like hard no's for intros. Bret, Yes. Brett, Brett, definitely a hard no. Yeah, right. Like I feel like Sting would probably do it. Sting would probably do it. I feel like Flair would probably do it. Flair would almost definitely do it. I don't know about Undertaker because when Eddie had his, his interaction with him, he seemed like pretty outgoing. Like he made a point. He's like, "Oh, what's this shirt about?" and asked him about it. Yeah, but I feel like he also might have a hard limit for how. That's entirely possible. You know, that's entirely possible. Putting your name on a show. That, I mean, he understands the implication of that. Putting your name oh, to obviously, a product. Obviously. That's kind of a big deal right there. I think Brett would be the only hard no. The absolutely positively hard no. <laughs> I feel yeah. like Sting would probably do it. Uh, Flair would probably do it. Undertaker, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I feel like this with Brett, he'd be like, hey, let me go up to Brett. Be Brett for a second. Hey, yeah. Brett, can you, um, can you can you do me a... F- I'm just... I'm not me or you. I'm a friendo. Sure, yeah. Okay, like, yeah. Hey, Brett... Um, do you, do you think you can do a, a, a little video for a podcast I listen to? No. Please? No. I feel like Brett would like say, what's this podcast all about? What's it called? What does this podcast say about me? <laughs> I know. <laughs> do they appreciate my work 10 out of 10? <laughs> Is this podcast as close to a 10 out of 10 as possible? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. 
answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. No. Uh, well, yeah, here's the thing. Everybody, uh, uh, Gruss, G Russ, 512 and chat here says everybody's got a price. That price, you're right, but that price, here's the thing. That price is going to be out of our budget. Yeah. I'm not, I don't think it's just regular meet and yeah. greet. It's no. not meet and greet and film an intro no, for a show no, you never heard no, of. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to pay 10. I, if we had a stack of 10,000 ones and we said, you know, hey, taker, this stack of ones is yours. For an intro to a wrestling podcast, the answer might very well be yes. Mm -hmm. And even in Bret Hart's case, because money means you're serious. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it could be proven wrong. Maybe uh, we could do a lot of cool stuff with $10,000. We could film, we could just like, you know, I'll get in a Bret Hart outfit and then do my own intro. (laughs) It'd be way funnier. (laughs) Exactly. Hey, you know, this is, uh, this is Bret Hart. This is Bret Hart, and you're watching, you know, Going in raw. Going in raw. So, you know, going in Bret Hart. 10 out of 10 podcast. This should be called going in Bret Hart, you know. Why don't you guys just talk about me a lot? We do, Bret, honestly. <laughs> we actually do, Bret. <laughs> Not sure it's anything you'd like to hear. Yeah. Anyways. So let's talk about Oscar. Where's Oscar been? We haven't seen her in a while. Hold on. Uh, gift what? of God here in chat says, failing to find the humor in drunk driving. Nobody was drunk driving. Naomi was not arrested. Yeah. Naomi did not get a DUI. She uh, uh, apparently was fine. The yeah. only person who was drunk was uh, Jimmy Uso. Mm-hmm. That should be made clear. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, based on what TMZ said, they made no mention of uh, Naomi being arrested for mm-hmm. DUI or anything like that. Yes. Yeah. 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 She was the one driving, not Jimmy. Uh, so, uh, Russell Votes might have given us an indication what's been up with Oscar since she hasn't been on SmackDown seemingly forever. Quote, been getting a ton of Oscar questions. As far as I know, they do have a plan for Mania. Just wasn't wise for Oscar to be featured the last few weeks. WWE doesn't want excessive brand jumping prior to WrestleMania, leaving only Lana and Vega for Chamber. That's not a pay-per-view matchup WWE wanted. Of course, uh, a lot of the uh, participants, members of the, of the SmackDown Women's Division, involved in the Elimination Chamber match for the tag team titles. So if I'm reading this correctly the only other options and of course Becky and Charlotte they're involved in the Ronda Rousey thing the only other options then would be uh, Lana or Zelina Vega for Oscar's opponent for Elimination Chamber apparently that's not something WB wanted to do Yeah, but a couple things they have a plan for Mania see if that, ch- that changes WWE doesn't want excessive brand jumping prior to Mania so I guess I can read this two ways one either one they don't want to bring an opponent from Raw over from Raw for Oscar to face Elimination Chamber and just have it be that, or they're going to bring an opponent from Raw uh, over 
take on Asuka for WrestleMania. I, as the former, I'm pretty sure. They don't want a bunch of people jumping from brand to brand prior to WrestleMania. But uh, Well, if you read it backwards, given that the only options on SmackDown would be Lana or Vega, they wouldn't want, like you said in the first one, yeah, yeah. they wouldn't want to then have to bring somebody over from yes. Chamber. But, I mean, and but then that would leave... I think the, the implication there would mean that would that and I hope this isn't the case because I'd rather it be a cross brand thing. To be honest with you, because I think it'd be cooler. And there's maybe more options. What if she took on somebody from Raw mm-hmm. as opposed to SmackDown? Though I mean I don't know what the bigger match is. Let's say Ember Moon is because she's going to be cleared before Mania. I, would I don't assume. know. I don't know. I don't know. I thought yeah, I don't know what the what the prognosis was from her elbow because that's I know that's something that you've been that you really wanted to see, and I want to see that too. I feel like Mandy Rose is really hot right now. Yeah, and so Mandy Rose would actually make a lot more sense for me for Oscar for Mania than anybody else. Uh, but yeah, it, I I would feel like they're just saying for Elimination Chamber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would have to bring somebody over from Raw. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I, I gather too. Um, but even even over on Raw, who isn't involved in the elimination cha- in the elimination chamber match that it could be Dana Brooke? Yeah, right. Or uh, Natalia. Natalia is they actually are really high on her. Like that's actually a decent name for Oscar. Mm-hmm. That would actually be kind of a good match. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, I mean, beyond that, I mean, I, I mean, know. I get the idea of not wanting to do a feud, short-term feud with someone uh, just for elimination chamber and having to bring someone over from Raw if it's not going to be a permanent thing. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't make any sense. Um, one thing that you kind of didn't note, <clears throat> you didn't mention here, was the idea that because um, I think this was in the newsletter this week, or some people were talking about it, that Vince isn't entirely a hundred percent decided on what the actual main event for WrestleMania is going to be. Oh, really? Seth versus Brock is still on the table as a potential final match. And then of course, uh, and apparently they're not going to decide, well, you know, it's Vince. He's not going to decide until the week of the, I mean, it should be pretty plainly obvious. What should be the main event of mania? I mean, I don't even see how this is, how is this even a choice here? It's kind of silly. Should be the Rousey match Mm -hmm. regardless. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it really should. Yeah. But, you know, Vince and his obsession with the Universal title. Yeah, I know. It's the end-all, be-all. Yeah, I know. All right, here we go. Let's talk about Batista now. Yeah. So you've confirmed through your inside sources that he is going to be taking on uh, Cody at All Elite Wrestling's Double or Nothing. I did not. Has he been announced for StarCast? Because that's the big thing. If you're announced for StarCast, you're going to be at Double or Nothing. Yeah, I guess no. No. Right? No. Batista versus Taker 2. Yeah, that'd be good. Double or nothing, too. But not going to happen. But Chris Jericho did post a picture of himself dining with Dave Bautista. Oh, I only saw the one where they were standing. There was one of them Oh, yeah, yeah, they're at a restaurant. Oh, okay. So post-dining. Dang it. I thought I was going to be treated to a picture of them enjoying a steak meal. I think it was at a barbecue place. It was called something. Ribs. Smokehouse, yeah. Ribs. Um, And, of course, you know, this is right on the heels of Pro Wrestling Sheets report that uh, AEW was maybe trying to woo Dave to take part in Double or Nothing. Mm. Well, Wrestling Observer Newsletter spoke about this saying, quote, the story, that story is accurate. Batista versus Triple H was at one point set for WrestleMania, but that got thrown for a loop when Triple H tore his peck on the Crown Jewel show. Batista did meet with company officials in Stamford on February 7th, about a week ago, and his name has been talked about in AEW. Batista also met with Chris Jericho on 12-12, and they did a picture, barbecue mm-hmm. place. 
Uh, those close to Batista know that he's got no deal with WWE, but they have had talks. At this point, he's not interested in wrestling anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. Well, yeah. It's just, it just, it, it, it it's, the, it's still the biggest stage, man. It still, it doesn't really even make sense for All Elite, unless they're just trying to screw with WWE. Yeah, it doesn't really seem to be their mo, though. I mean, Dave Batista is a big name in and out of wrestling now. Yeah. Um, I mean, he'd be a welcome addition to Starcast. Yeah, man. Oh, he'd do an intro, hundred percent. Oh, heck yeah, man. He'd be our best friend. Heck yeah. You know, seems like such a cool dude. Oh, I'd ask him so many questions about directing. That's the thing, man. We'd be asking him questions about the shit that he really likes. Yeah. So, what was it like to direct your first movie? Oh man, let's talk twenty minutes on that now. Yeah. You know, talk about your experience uh, in Blade Runner. Yeah, exactly. You what know, was he's like only... working with that kind of talent. Yeah. Villanueva. Yeah, Dennis Villanueva. No, it's Villanueva or something like that. Villanueva? Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to be in Dune? Has he approached you about Dune? I thought he is going to be in Dune. Has he been announced for Dune? Brolin, uh, Josh Brolin, Thanos, he's been announced for Dune. How are you Thanos and Cable in the same universe? It's weird. It is weird. Yeah. Oh, man, Batista's in Dune. Nice. Look at that. Oh, WWE.com broke it. That's awesome. Never mind. Variety broke it. When was that? Uh, oh, a month ago. Yeah, about a month nice. ago. Nice. Tell That's us cool. about your role in Dune. Can you speak on that yet, Dave yeah. Batista? Who's, whose part are you playing? Are you Sting? Who? Uh, what kind are of... Are you Kyle McLaughlin? What? 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 Uh, are you Patrick Stewart? What's... <laughs> What theory? I only have vague recollections yeah. of the David Lynch adaptation. Are you Sting? That's what I said, yeah. Not the wrestler. But did you clarify the wrestler? No, not, I didn't. I didn't. The wrestler wasn't in Dune. No, musician, though. Yes. The musician was. Are you... With Patrick Stewart. He was in it. Patrick Stewart, Kyle McLaughlin. And then... Sting. Uh, hmm, no. But if he said yes to any of those, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. I don't remember what the roles were. <laughs> Why would you have asked then? Because that's my only base. I don't really know anything else. About, I mean, like Dune's about spice. That's all I know. What? Uh, what I don't know anything about Dune. What study of filmmaking are you interested in? Who do you? There you who go. Are your influences yeah, behind the camera? Directors. Yeah. 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 Are you more like a Hitchcock who considers actors like cattle, or are you more like a Scorsese who sets the frame and just lets them do their craft, mm-hmm. perform? Mm-hmm. What is your? Yeah. What is your process? What is your, what is your process? Yes. Oh, man. Yes. He just in the meet and greet line and be like, what are these guys doing over there? Dave Batista's talking. Okay. Now, Dave, can you do an intro for us? Oh, man. It'd be like a 15-minute long intro. Yeah, man. It'd be great. Yeah. It would be great. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Hey, guys. Here's my number. Let's hang out sometime. Sure thing, Dave. Coming down. I'll come down to L.A. Oh, Steve, you do comics? I'll adapt one. There you go. Awesome. Done. Can my friend hang out on set, too? Yeah, Larson, you're in. There you go. Cool. Man, it's already done. Set in stone, dude. Thanks, Dave. It's going to be great. Anyways. That's really just the news. It's kind of a slow news week. <laughs> Actually, it's a pretty packed news week. Those are two big stories. They Those are. are two huge. And then the third story, us forming a production company with Dave Batista. That's Mass- also a that's huge. That's a massive story right massive there. Massive story right there. Massive. Massive. Massive yeah. story. Yes. Yeah. Are people still not understanding the nature of this uh, Jimmy Uso story? People are still explaining it. Naomi, being in, a, in, a, in an oddball town like Denver... Detroit. Now, uh, Detroit uh, was driving uh, the wrong way down a one-way street. Yes. I have actually done this before. I have too. Here in Sacramento same. in my own town. Same. S- completely sober. Yeah, same Completely here. sober. Totally. 
and the cops pulled her over for doing that. And then they smelled alcohol inside the car. So they had the people, so they had her get out. Yes. She was good. Yes. Being the responsible driver citizen she is. Jimmy Uso. However. Uh, apparently uh, thought that this was a, you know, part of a Access Weekend. Uh, got out of the car. He thought this was Worlds Collide or something. Yeah, against the instructions of the police officers. He squared up. Well, he took a shirt off. He took a shirt off. Well, when I think squaring up, if you're a guy anyways, and this, like you have to take yeah, your shirt off. For, I think it's part, part one of the disrobing process. somewhat. Yeah. And then I don't know, no word on if he put his hair up before he square up. Oh, yeah, yeah. But square up, I think, is maybe putting your dukes up. Are the, yeah. du- are the dukes going up? Is squaring well, I think up? Squaring up, I think, is you're making a square. You square up to your to your square, and then yeah, you want to throw. Yeah, officer takes out stun gun. Didn't use it because Jimmy backed down. Charles Ford says Batista's playing Rabin, the brother of Stink's character. The brother of Sting's. Oh, he erased it. The brother of Sting's character's brother. Wouldn't that just be Sting? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, maybe. Alex sees it isn't Detroit at minus nine Celsius right now. Yeah, why would he take off his shirt? It's freezing out there. But then again, man, that's alcohol for you. Yep. Why did you just look at Lars Sullivan's Twitter? Account? I saw something ridiculous on Twitter about about uh, uh, a tweet he put up, but apparently it was fake. The Scientology one. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. Until you confirmed it was fake, it was entirely within the possibility of, within the realm of possibility. The reason I looked. (laughs) Oh, man. Maybe Batista can get Undertaker a role in Dune. Oh, that'd be cool. He can play the brother of Sting's brother. Mm -hmm. So he's just Sting. All right, let's take some questions here. Closest we'll ever get to a Taker Sting match. Yeah. Tyler Wright, a special thanks to everyone in the Friendoverse who reached out and gave their prayers to me and my family. Man, Friendo versus the best. It is. Yeah. Friendo versus the absolute best. Sean Lathrop, what if Miz is using Shane to get a WB title shot? I want them to be friends. Yeah, I know. Me too. I don't know why you I, I don't want this to end in a fight. No, friendship. I want this to end in good luck to you. Yeah. Our 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 paths we'll, are now diverting. We'll amicably pa- uh, part ways here. <laughs> exactly. There Thabata. There Thabata. Will Osprey versus Pac tonight at Rev Pro. That'll be good. Didn't Osprey delete his Twitter too? Oh, I don't know. No, he tweeted something the other day. Did he? Yeah. Mm. Nonstop player. Most who's the most underrated star in New Japan? I'm gonna say if they keep doing what they're doing with him, Taguchi. Sonata. He's sort of a oh, he's so good. Love Sonata. Joshua Martinez checking in from work. Here's two bucks. Thank you. Thanks, Josh. man. Big Jim Meltzer. This is a great question. What a great question this is. Some of some of these friendos really cut to the heart of who we are, mm. man. Who is your dream booth neighbor at StarCast 2? <clears throat> so for work reasons, well, there's there, there's I, one off the top of my head. I know Brian Zane is trying to get a, a booth there. Yeah, I thought that. I thought he'd be he'd be he'd be cool if we were situated next to him for sure. Because number one, but here's the problem with that: there's not going to be any great stories there, because it's just Brian. He's just one of us. Yeah, he's just one of us. So we get thought, some great collaborative stuff. I, I thought we had a, a pretty good uh, booth 
sharing or people that were next to us last year when the when, toy booth. No, when Trent and Chuck E. T. were next. Oh, to us. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they were used. So the initially that was about as perfect as it got. Could in, get initially. Oh yeah. So two tables over was this um, toy vendor. Yeah, and they were very nice. At one point, they had Scarlet Bordeaux. Uh, Scarlet Bordeaux there. In between us and toy vendor, there was an empty table. Yeah. Toy vendor during the first part of the weekend uh, start used that table. Uh, just because nobody else was, and that's yeah. good. But then on Friday and Saturday, it was for autographs. For it was for meet and greets. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, was it Saturday in the morning? It was Chucky e. T and Trent Beretta. Yeah. When their time was up, then Chelsea Green sat there. That's right. And she that was, was great. Cool. She yeah. was super great. Yeah. Um, that was such a surreal experience of us sitting there with our with our you know giant dumb heads behind us right, with, our, yeah. with our booth and then over there's Joey Janelle and Penelope Ford and Punishment Martinez is over there it's gonna be weirder Trent Chuck are next I feel to like us. this is a bigger star case. it's gonna be even weirder we're gonna and when I was walking down you know like I don't know like five booths down from us there's Kevin Nash just sitting there yeah Steiner was there yeah it was bizarre. Buff Bagwell was like I can't. Was I us. honestly like I can't. Like I, you're there and it just doesn't get less weird. Mm-hmm. You know, time mm-hmm. is going by and it doesn't get less weird. And then there's a dude with an ET hat, uh, mask oh, yeah. on. Stone but Cold ET. Everything else is Stone Cold. Yeah, he's going perfect Stone Cold impression. Doing the perfect Stone perfect. Cold. So our dream booth neighbor would be it's it's this it's either Brian Zane or it's Undertaker. Stone Cold ET. No man, no that would get old. It would get old. That would get old quick. It's pretty funny while he's doing it though. W.S. Fletcher, I need a Star Trek Section 31 series starring uh, Michelle Yeoh ASAP. I don't know what that is. Oh, that's actually happening. Oh, okay. I think, yeah, that that's actually, they, they announced that. So she has a character in Discovery, and then Section 31 is like Starfleet's CIA. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And Combs, 1986, you guys going to be at StarCast 2? That's the plan. Yeah, that's the plan. I know <laughs> Zane was on Twitter publicly saying, hey, StarCast, will you please answer my emails? And they said, please direct message us or... Uh, look at uh, the FAQ, yeah. Look at the FAQ. I'm, I'm assuming we're going to get hit up for a, uh, for a thing again uh, because we were there last year. Um, but there's no info on their website, so I'm just sort of... I'm just being taking the patient route. Yeah. Yeah. They've got a lot going on right now, yes. including Undertaker. Undertaker. Zigzag Punch. Can you do an impression of Undertaker meeting Kenny Omega at StarCast? So, my name is Mark. How are you doing, son? Hello, Mark. Are you a young wrestler trying to get into the business? You don't know who I am? You must be some sort of old fart. <laughs> I don't appreciate that kind of language being directed my way. Undertaker will not stand foul language. <laughs> he thinks fart is, an old, is a bad word. Okay, so, Michael Forbes, do you think that Candice LeRae is being kept off TV so she can head up to Maine once John gets called up? Absolutely. Also glad to see Larson Hunter or Rawgate did not get Larson. Not on that stomach bug did, though. Ooh. Maybe, is that, do you think maybe that's Larson Hunter poisoning you? No. You gotta check your bloodstream for some arsenic. I don't think I do, man. Uh, as far as Candace, I think she's working some SmackDown house shows coming up. Really? Her and Kyrie Sane. Yeah, wow. I thought I read that. That's cool. Yeah, I don't know what the deal with that is. I'd like to have faith in WWE, but you never know, man. Yeah. It bums me out. Sam Devison, things you would rather spend $150 on than a photo with Undertaker. A photo with Bret Hart. I mean, honestly, 150 bucks, and I'm wearing my Undertaker shirt that I drew. And then I get to tell him the story. 
of my bad memory thinking that, that might be that. worth it. And then I try to explain to him how this is it's the shirt is not copyright infringement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why he shouldn't be making any money off my shirt. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that sounds just awkward, to be honest with you. Priceless. Uh, Comic Sans commentary. Would cross promotion collaboration with Impact help all elite wrestling? Since currently New Japan and Ring of Honor aren't in a talent exchange with them. Or should they work with smaller unknown companies? I'll be honest. I like the latter as much as I think impact has some great talent. Um, I don't think impact as a company is a position to help anybody. Um, Cause all elite wrestling is already a bigger uh, wrestling entity than impact has ever been. And they even had their first show yet. Well, Boy, 10,000 people watching is not a lot. Yeah, they sold like more tickets to a live show. Well, okay, I'll put it this way. Did you way. see the thing? I'll I'll put think, it I think way. it was a newsletter where just based on the pre-sale and how Melzer got this information, but they could have sold 43,000 tickets on the during the pre-sale because I guess that's how many people try to get tickets. <laughs> oh, my gosh. AEW doesn't need impact for anything. Well, if they want if they want some good matches with some good talent, half the people that were all in are with impact. Not half the people. Half the people out of that battle royal. Well, two people at least. Jordan Grace and uh, Ethan Page. Well, Brian Cage was in there too. Brian Cage, yeah. I mean, they have, look, they've got some really good talent. Oh, they do. Um, so, I mean, if they want a, a like a you know a wider variety than they already have, then you know. It seems like for the most part, though, they're trying to find diamonds in the rough. I think that's what uh, diamonds in the rough, like Undertaker. That's what. Uh, <laughs> that's what Cody and and. Uh, the young bucks I saying, think, new fresh talent i think collaboration with any company oh is, it's not a terrible idea a but that, idea. that arrangement would benefit impact way more than it would benefit all the wrestling do you think it would bring their numbers up from ten thousand people watching no they need, 12, to, be on, they need to be on a real ta- uh, tv station yeah sammy garcia larson did you smash or eat too much yesterday no i was legitimately sick he was actually sick it would actually have been kind of gross if you were smashing under your current conditions it been disgusting. It had been horrible. Really bad. It had been like some blippy type, type stuff. Also, Sammy Garcia, dead man or American badass in Bullet Club? Well, it's going to be American badass. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't think he'd be... Would he be even be allowed to do Taker? And no, I'm sure that's... that's Even his StarCast thing says, in tiny letters, Mark Calloway, a.k.a. The Undertaker. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! 
Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Ian uh, S. Podcast. Will Jay White make a splash as big as Kenny did? Over the next five years. Uh, five years is a long time. Hard to say. Um, I don't know. It's kind of it's hard to say. I like the optimist in me says, yeah, sure. Why not? I like Jay White. Yeah. I just think he has a long way to go towards having a convincing, a convincingly, a convincing personality that matches what he's trying to do. Yeah. Uh, the man of constant sorrow, Elias. Larson, glad your explosive b-hole is back in working order. What non-wrestling questions would you like to ask modern-day wrestlers? I think we talked about with the uh, oh, pretty extensively with Dave Batista. I, I mean, Ric Flair. It'd be questions about like partying. Mm. You know, what's the best place to just like in the country just to go party? And he'd probably say anywhere the Nature Boy is, baby. Ooh. Tim Spulock, we really need to talk about possible Undertaker intro. We already did. We did, Tim. Well, we need to talk to Tim about that. We do. Oh, yeah, that'd be part of his duty. <laughs> I'm just laying all that shit on Tim. Yep, exactly. Uh, Michael Forbes, GAR math for Sting. I assume the rest are not the musician. We can do both. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, so being good in ring. For Sting, the wrestler. Uh, oh, like a friggin' eight, man. Mm-hmm. Sting, he's great. Promo. Uh, Six or seven. Very normal baby face type promos. Six. Six. Look. Oh, pff. nine. From nine, dude. Yeah. No matter what iteration. Legacy. Nine. Oh, up there, man. Nine. Nine legacy. Kayfabe. Book pretty strong. Eight. Eight, eight for kayfabe. I can see that. So that's fourteen. You might have an eight wrestler here. Three, seven plus, seventeen, twenty-four. Yeah, it's eight plus. Yeah, man. Sting definitely right, Sting an eight musician. plus wrestler. Sting musician. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so being good had a lot of hits. Oh man, being good in the music industry, Sting is like a solid eight. Yeah, probably. I'm not going to put him up there with Elvis or the Beatles or or, or the know. Stones or anything. No. Yeah. Uh, promo. I think he's a good interview. And he's a terrific actor. He is. Oh, yeah. Seven. Nine, seven, seven? Eight. Seven. Give him eight. All right. Look. I mean, especially like in the police days. Iconic. Iconic. Eight. Legacy. Strong legacy. I'd about to say his legacy actually with the police is stronger than his solo legacy for the most part because his solo legacy is just kind of adult contemporary, easy listening type vibes, you know? There's a big audience for that. I understand. He made more money off that than he did off the police. Maybe. Eight. Eight. Strong legacy. Kayfabe. Oh, he's like booked the strongest. Ten. Seven. Seven kayfabe? There's not really kayfabe in the music industry, man. It's not pay-to-play t- uh, times anymore. Or it wasn't in the 80s, I don't think. I think he was... Dude, he, you cannot go... You can. All right, Mick Matthews, you're eight then. At any time of the day, you can turn on the radio and hear a Sting song. You can hear his voice. Know, that's more legacy, though. He's an eight wrestler? I mean, an eight artist? Yeah, eight. That seems a little high. Nah, man. Sting, are you kidding me? Dude, multi-millionaire. 
Yeah, I understand that. He's multi multi Grammy winner. Yeah, I know. He's worth a ton of money. So much money. Mm-hmm. I'll be watching you. Come on. Every ground you break. And then they did the Biggie song. <laughs> Every nose you it. break. Every square you up. <laughs> I'll be watching Jamuso. Uh, Richard Ely, good afternoon, guys. Lunchtime tacos and Coronas for all. Enjoying your day. What if Shelton had Kofi's spot? Yeah, I wish they didn't. They would do more with Shelton Benjamin. He's great. I Shelton was gone for a long time. Now, Kofi was. Kofi's been there. I think yeah. Shelton that would have been a bit underwhelming. It would have been kind of out of nowhere. Whereas Kofi, it feels like it's always sort of been simmering. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Wright, thanks, Stephen Larson, for the pick me up today. Hope you're feeling better. Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Casey Charles here asks, Megadeth or Metallica? Oh, Metallica. I mean, you can't dismiss Dave Mustaine so quickly, but then if you ask me, name five Megadeth songs, probably wouldn't be able to do it. I mean, maybe name two. <laughs> I was listening to Metall- Metallica just happened to be on the on the radio. I mean, I know Sweating Bullets, that's it. Uh, Metallica might be <laughs> was on the radio the day. Is that the one that the music video was where Mustaine got in the electric chair? No, I don't think so. So I do know another Megadeth song then. I don't know what it's called though. <laughs> so you don't actually know it. I've heard another Megadeth, Megadeth song Megadeth. other than Sweating Bullets. Sweating Bullets. Hello, <clears throat> me. It's me again. Yeah. Uh, man, even Metallica's, even the stuff that the true metalheads think is lame, I think is kind of cool. Like the, the first two albums after the Black Album are actually pretty decent, man. Yeah. I think they're okay. They've got some catchy tunes on there. Yeah, I, I like them when they weren't so catchy. I'm not sure how much of a, I don't know. I think it's just, I think, I'll be honest with you. I'm going to keep it real right now. All right. I think you know that it's way cooler to say that no, it's not than it is you actually that. liking the I've, music. I've listened to. When's and the last time you actually listened all the way through Master of Puppets? Uh, or and Justice for All? I listened to all the way through Master of Puppets maybe like six months ago when I was working out. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, I have, it, I have it on my phone. All right. It is cooler to say that, though. What they have the, some catchy post-Black Album songs. Th- be that as it may, I just felt like I just found the music more interesting when it was a little, it was a little more complex. I was just and really just me. shocked like decades ago when I was talking to my metalhead friends about it. And they were like, oh, yeah, the Black Album came out. We were all like sitting around listening to it. And we are like, man, this is just lame. And I was like, wow. that's No, there's catchy, there's catchy songs on the Black Album. But the stuff afterwards, I, just, I don't think the songwriting is as strong. No, there's some really catchy songs after that, man. Well, I'm not talking about catchy songs. I'm talking about the all all around. They're just not as metal. They're yeah. not nearly as cool. No. You know, can't really be a real fan if you're like, oh, yeah, I like the lamer stuff that's a bit softer mm-hmm. that you can listen to on K-Rock. I think like, like they kind of lost me when they did a sequel to one of their songs. Sequel, so- sequel to songs? Is there Has there ever been a sequel to a song that's been decent? No. They're, number one, they're rare. Yeah, I can't really think of one that's been successful. I think McCartney had a sequel to... Uh, To something and it was crap. I don't even think the first song was all that great. God, what was it? I forget. It's so weird when people do like Unforgiven Part Two. What? Unforgiven Two, yeah. Yeah. And it's this basically a, the same song. This ain't a movie. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was like the same song, but like worse. Uh Naheem Quattlebaum, are you all in with Kofi on Sunday? Not on Sunday, but uh, I'm hoping he gets the, the shot at Mania. Toby Michael said Unforgiven to XD, which I think means love. I don't know, man. Uh, Gion Halili, friend knows I'm a $20 patron now. I'm happy to up my subscription. Thanks for the awesome content. And could we get a little bit of Taker playing Red Dead Redemption 2? 
All right, let's see here. I've got a new mission. I've got to go collect on a debt. All right, where, where do I have to go? Goddamn, half this game is just riding a horse. How big is this map? Michelle, it's five times bigger than Grand Theft Auto V. That's some bullshit. Is it really that large? I think I read that. Wow. Yeah, and there's like nothing going on. I love, look, I love the game so far, don't get me wrong, but holy crap, there's nothing going on. It seemed like it would take forever, like if you were in... Uh, it takes forever to do anything. When, when you were playing GTA Five, if you were in the city, and then you had to go up to the Blaine to County. Lancaster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like it took forever. Yeah. Um, Gilberto Ariano, Young Bucks for the Uso, who's the better tag teams? Sorry, Young Bucks for the Usos, who's the better tag team? I'll go with the Young Bucks. They're both really good, though. It's like the Beatles and the Stones, man. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it's just what do you like, you know? I'm really, I'm really into the Usos, but the Young Bucks—they're really good too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor Sexton wants us to do our math on the Bushwhackers. The Bushwhackers. All right, in ring, Bushwhackers in ring, five. Apparently, they did some like really insane, uh, like deathmatch stuff. I'm not yeah, that familiar with it, though. but I have, I have no idea. Five, five. Promo, five. <laughs> look, Let's see where this is going. They had a good look. Six, six. <laughs> Legacy, six. <laughs> Kayfabe, I don't know. Five. <laughs> They're like a five plus. <laughs> They're definitely five plus wrestlers. And then man. Austin Lothbrook. Hey, we got to drop them down like four plus for licking people's heads. Well, that was okay to do in the 80s. I asked I guess. Pachiti because apparently Pachiti got yeah, his yeah, head yeah. licked by one. I asked him what it smelled like. Yeah. And he I saw acted that. like I was fucking weird. It's a valid question. <laughs> it's a valid question. Was it booze breath? All right. Austin Luff wants to do Scott Steiner in ring. He used to be a really good wrestler. Seven in ring. Who are we talking about? Scott Steiner. Seven. Hold on a second, though. In ring for Scott Steiner, you have to average how good he was, which is like an eight, versus his how low bad point, he got, which is like a two, which is like now, which is like a two. So that's like what a five. Let's do six. All right, six I'll is wait fine. To, I'll put more weight toward All his right, career peak. Fine. Promo. I mean, it could be zero. It could be ten. What you? But you can't do five. No. I mean, I feel you, like, there's really no middle ground. Either you do one or zero, or like, you do nine or ten. Here's the thing, dude. Iconic math promo is ten. It's ten. All right, it's ten. ten. Uh, look, his look was never that good, regardless of his of his of what phase he was in his career. Oh, his 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 chainmail. Give me a break. It's eight, seven. Legacy. As a tag team wrestler, pretty high. What? How? Like? How, how do you score a legacy that's very mud? That's it's very muddied. Like, you know, like a five or a six. Like he has a legacy. Yeah. It's mainly the math promo, and then the fact that WWE that he hates WWE. Uh, five then. Kayfabe. Five. Five. Like at, with the Steiner brothers, he was booked super strong. As yeah. Big Papa, eh, like I guess six K Fabe. Yeah, six. So he's six, right on the dot, more or less. Six plus. Yeah. Uh, Corey Hornbaker 
What's something you miss in WWE that doesn't happen anymore? He said, I miss the old t-shirt reveal for factions. Today you get a faction and it mostly continues and never adds members. Yeah, I miss I miss the factions that keep on growing and growing and growing and get bloated and then you just don't care anymore. Uh, Inferno matches. Yeah, that's a good one too. Um, one thing I forgot to do, I'll have to do it again for uh, like on Monday. But I forgot to do the Patreon shout-outs, man. We got oh, some dear. new patrons. We did, we do, we do. Um, also, somebody met, who was it that mentioned they're a $20 patron now? Oh, Guillaume Halili. You know what Guillaume gets? He gets the Friendo Care Package. Look at that guy right there. You get a comic book. You get three stickers, including our faces and the OG Going In Raw logo. You get a signed OG logo Going In Raw postcard. And you get a double-sided poster. You get to decide uh, where you hang Mecha Santa's picture in your house. And which side top notch? Oh, hey, and shout out to Ears of Justice for making a perfect. Whoa. Dominic oh J- Dijakovic. It's top notch. Top notch Donovan Dijakovic. Dijakovic. Uh, uh, Amalgam is great. New patrons Craig Mullings, the infamous El Guapo, Michael Wagenfur, Sam Sparrowhawk, Joe. And Josh Link. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, all you great patrons out there. Yes, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Uh, also, $5 and up patrons, uh, including the aforementioned Josh Link. Uh, get a bonus episode today. Oh, it's Ask Us. Overrun. Oh, yeah. We could do, we could do a live Ask Us. Ask yeah. Steven Larson. Don't have to worry about talking about wrestling. That's good. We got right, a couple Friday. more super chats here. Two dollars or two dollars Canadian message retract. Oh, I love the message retract. And then Gilberto Arianos asked thoughts on gorillas. So I've never listened to an entire gorillas album. Same. But all of the I, I I'm a big fan of, of Damon Albarn. I like like I I've never heard anything from him that I didn't like, which makes it curious that I I haven't gotten more into blur and more into the gorillas. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've liked what I think I've both heard. bands are really good singles bands. Like their singles are good. Yeah, it could be. I listened to uh, what's the name of the album? I know it has Park Life on it. The album oh, then, itself I think it might is. be I think Park it's called Life. Park Life. Yeah, I really like it. I just never got more into them, which is weird. Hmm. Maybe I tried and I was like, yeah, I'll just stick with their greatest stuff. Um, yeah, I like it. It's good stuff. Ages well. Like whenever I hear. Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh man, that's, that's cool. a catchy song. It's a cool jam. Yeah, good jam. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Anyways, uh, I think that's it. Cool, right on. Yeah. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Here's an ad for our Patreon. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.